intro music. All right, there it is. Welcome back, Fourth Liners Podcast. It's me, Bryce. I'm with um, with my partner here, Jacob. Jacob, how's it going? How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing real good. We're back. Yeah, we're back. I Um, I feel like we say that all the time. We're back because it's always so long. Life's busy. Life's busy, man. Work, school, you know, eventually we'll find a rhythm to get these out consistently and timely. I really hate it when we record a really good episode and then and then I take too long to edit it. And by the time I release it, like it just. Yeah, honestly, it, it, it excites me. It makes me more excited to listen to it after because I listen to every single podcast. I mean, me too. On the way to school, I need something to listen to, and I just yeah. like listen to podcasts. It's an hour drive, and it's perfect timing. I mean, and I, I, I got to say, we're a pretty good podcast. Pretty good podcast. Not pretty too shabby. Podcast. Not too shabby. No. Uh, fantasy team, though. Our fantasy team is not too shabby at all. First place. Dude, I mean, we're making, we made the right moves in their draft there. If you haven't seen that video on YouTube, um, we got to make another video too for a fantasy fantasy draft yeah, or yeah. fantasy we're team. Gonna, yeah, we're going to do a fantasy team update video where we can talk about some of the moves we made. But yeah, we're sitting first in the uh, in the league uh, and we've kind of crushed, man. Our record's 21, 5, and 4. I mean, like we're just Unreal. dominating teams. Yeah. Unreal. Who are our top players? Like Lindholm? Elias Lindholm. Elias Lindholm. Yeah. Chris Kreider. Kreider's been season. killing it, man. It scores like every um, game, I swear. Yeah. Zach Hyman and Pierre-Luc Dubois has been really good for us, too. And, you know, now guys like Mitch Marner are starting to heat up. Oh, yeah. Sorokin has been a fantastic piece, yeah. I think, on our fantasy team. Good replacement um, for Varlamov, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Varley's back now, though. Oh, is he now? For, okay. Yeah, for one of my other fantasy teams, that's really good news because, oh, my God, dude, Katobin was not cutting it. Um... All right, so uh, this episode today, we got a few things we want to talk about. I think the first thing we want to mention, um, and it's something that we did not cover at all on the podcast, because I think we wanted to make sure all of the details and stuff were out. We didn't want to speculate on anything to do with with this, but it's the uh, Kyle Beach um, basically coming out against the Chicago Blackhawks organization for allegations of uh, abuse uh, in a sexual nature. And uh, yeah, pretty much all the info's out now. Little things trickle out here and there. Uh, you were saying who got um, put on administrative leave? Um, it just came out today that um, the Ducks GM, Murray, uh, got placed on administrative leave for an amid investigation. So this is an ongoing problem in the NHL. And honestly, I don't like it's kind of ridiculous at this point to see how many things are coming out. It's kind of good at the same time that things are coming out now. Like things are being... I mean, you can't say resolve because you can't change what happened and it's terrible what's happening right now. But all these uh, people in the organization are getting exposed for the terrible things that they're doing to the players. And I mean, I don't know the situation with Murray, but it sounds like it's not good if he's being on place on administrative leave. But um, going back to the situation with Kyle Beach and um, was it Aldrich, the guy that the uh, the loser's name or whatever last name or whatever that they uh that did it to Kyle Beach um whatever. I think um, his last name was Aldrich or I might yeah, have been like vi- video video coach yeah Brad Aldrich I think his name was yeah, what a goof what a Brad Aldrich I mean that's kind of ridiculous that um, yeah how the it's Brad Aldrich yeah yeah and rightfully so they scratch his name out of the Stanley Cup which um I think yeah that's a that's a good gesture but that doesn't make up for what um, he did to Kyle Beach and what Kyle Beach has to live with the rest of his life. It, um, it just doesn't matter because no. as much as as much as people want to say that the Stanley Cup is such a, a holy thing, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like I th- I think the Stanley Cup is the greatest sport in, tr- in, in or greatest trophy in sports. Absolutely. Yep. But but scratching somebody's name off the Stanley Cup after they horrifically abuse somebody within an organization within the NHLPA. I know they say he might not have been in the NHLPA, but he was contracted to an NHL team. So obviously he was. And, but, but it's that, that is not a good enough gesture to like make things right. I don't think the league is trying to, to make that point, but it's, it's somebody's life and being abused is not on the same level as, a name on a piece of metal. No. You know what I mean? So like 
yeah. Any, anyways, I just wanted to say that. Like, that's if people think that that makes up for it, that that gesture makes up for what he did, and that's the NHL saying sorry. Like, absolutely not. Anyways, no. continue on. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I just think the NHL needs to do better with these situations. And, um, I mean, like we said, like scratching his name off the Stanley Cup isn't enough. I don't think. I hope they give Kyle Beach like the therapy or whatever Kyle Beach is he needs. A lot of money. I mean, they owe him everything that they have because that you can imagine the toll that has taken on his life. It's been years, two thousand since two thousand ten that he's been living with this, and he was a young kid at the time, and now he's a he's a grown man. Like pay the man, right? Pay him, pay him, do Compensate anything you can. That guy. Compensate, give him is, therapy. I mean, he was a highly rated prospect. He was yeah. a highly rated prospect, and we don't know how this event. Um, influenced how you know what kind of player he was you know he he could have missed out on tens of millions of dollars because his his life was just so effing derailed by what happened yeah he could have been in the same position as patrick kane or jonathan taze but we wouldn't have known that because i mean let's be real his mental health was probably terrible after that situation and being dismissed like they dismissed the way the team treated him the way the the most disappointing part for me is the way apparently a lot of the players treated him and As a Canucks fan back in those days, like the rivalry between Chicago and Vancouver was was really big. Right. Yeah. And uh, as a a Canucks fan, I knew that a lot of the players in Chicago were like pieces of shit from like how they conduct themselves on the ice and off the ice. Uh, But this elevates it to a new level. I'm not going to make any assumptions as to who it was that was being, you know, abusive towards Kyle Beach in a in an insulting way. Uh, about the matter but uh i in my head i have some good ideas about who it probably was and uh, that this is an uneducated opinion but uh i i can just imagine certain certain characters on that team not exactly being good people so anyways yeah no i i, I agree with that i mean there's been some troubles in chicago right this is not the only time they've been involved with scandals or anything like that but i mean not to like um like kind of rush past the situation with Kyle Beach, but I think maybe it's been talked about talked enough about enough like around it's the been NHL world, death. right? And like yeah. all we want is for him to get better. I mean, uh, Joel Quivel he stepped down, which he rightfully should have. I mean, it was kind of stupid that he coached the game after then finding out that he, like he was involved with like dismissing this situation in two thousand ten. Yeah, and then yeah, he was Kevin, too big of a player. Uh, yeah, well, oh, yeah, for sure, and. Kevin Shevodayoff, that's his name, right? Shevodayoff. Shevodayoff, yeah. Like, uh, he he's not losing his position in Winnipeg, and uh, like, I mean, I don't know if he was very involved or how much knowledge he had of the situation, but he probably from, had. From what they from what they said, he was only he was only involved in one uh, meeting about it, and he wasn't a very high ranking mm. official with the team. And basically what they're going off of is uh, he he assumed that it was going to be handled, but he wasn't he was not in a position, a management position to handle it himself. So he had no power. I I believe he was managing the salary cap. Um, His biggest mistake is obviously not telling anybody. But, yeah, I think he assumed that it was going to be handled by Bowman and uh, the president at the time. I forget the name in Quenville, but it never was. And when they went back and they interviewed everybody about it, uh, most of them didn't even recall Sheveldayoff being there. So he wasn't he wasn't involved in in any kind of major capacity and had the assumption it was going to be dealt with, which it wasn't. But yeah. that's why I think he's uh, more innocent in this than any of them. I guess it's but, hard. I guess it's hard when you're in like a lower position and like you see all this thing happen, like you see all this stuff happening around you, and like. This is the beginning yeah. of his career, and he's like, oh, what am exactly. I supposed to do? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I even exactly. have power here? Probably not. But, like, what is I mean, it's a tricky do? situation. I guess everyone says there's no excuses. I mean, there really isn't for when these situations. But back then, too, like, it was a different time, and people didn't really know how to stick up for themselves in this in this, in this situations. And, like, maybe if he was in his position that he's now, he would definitely say something. So, I mean. Oh, I think. And it, yeah. Well, yeah. And then when it comes to Taze, and Taze mentioned that, he found out about it after, um, like a year after, or in I training don't camp the year after. I know, like, I mean, like, even if, even then, like, they still kept it a secret. I mean, I guess maybe Captain they weren't the team, 
right? And like, he, of the team. he stood for this. I mean, like, you don't know the backstory. We're not in that locker room. We don't know the players. We don't know the, the staff that was involved with this. So we it's hard for us to give our input about it. But all like I, I just truly wish Kyle Beach like I mean, a happy life. Like, I mean, it sucks that this happened to him at such a young age. Um, but I mean, I hope like the NHL gives him what he needs. And people are even saying Gary Bettman, they, they need a change. But I know that you, I no. mean, you're, you're kind of, you, you've kind of told me that Gary Bettman's a, a, not a bad person, but um, people are From saying what I've read about outraged. him, he's not. No. I, okay. Like, obviously, it comes to a point where, like, okay, we can't, like, fire everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like people need, okay, like relax. Okay. Like not everybody can be fired. Like you can't just, just scream about it until everybody you don't like is gone. Okay. No, Gary Bettman should not be fired for this. Uh, it's not, it's not his, I like Gary Bettman works for the owners. Okay. Yeah. I don't think the president of the, of the Blackhawks at the time, the guy above Stan Bowman, I forget his name. I don't think he went to the owners with this information, and that's the only way Batman would have been able to find out. Okay. Yeah. Like Batman, Batman works for the owners. Okay, that's where his information comes from, and yeah, he has his correspondence and stuff like that. But like, why would they tell him? Like, you think you think the Chicago Blackhawks organization is going to go like, hey, by the way, one of our video coaches is physically threatening players and ejaculating on them? No, I don't think they would do that. Uh, yeah. There was no way he knew. Um, and no, Batman should not be fired. He's handling this professionally like a business should. Uh, you can't just fire everybody you want to fire. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately, in real life. No, I mean, it's tough. It's a tough situation, but uh, at least that uh, they got justice. The people that deserve to get justice got justice. So, And hey, man, Kyle, Kyle, Beach, Kyle Beach's interview he did on TSN um, – like that was uh, that was hard to watch. It, uh, it I yep. I had some tears in my eyes listening to him talk. Uh, that was horrific. Uh, what happened to him? And honestly, um, in in a inside of the hockey world, it's it's very uh, it's very hostile towards people who want to speak up. I think. Yep. And um, for him to come out while still playing professionally, by the way, he plays professionally in Germany. Oh, does he? I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, he plays professionally in Germany still. I'm uh, Div two or Div three. I don't think he's Div one, but um, he, you know, it's very hard in the hockey world to to say what you need to say because you're told to shut up and play, uh, no matter yeah. what. And yeah. uh, so him coming out and talking and doing that interview and and basically putting his face out there for everybody to know about a very horrible, horrible, horrendous situation that happened to him. That's really brave of him, and I have a ton of respect for Kyle Beach. And like I said, I hope the league pays him up that fucking wazoo, man. Like, it's just so disgusting. Definitely. He deserves so much. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he gave the courage to a lot of people now to st- like stand up for themselves or speak out. I mean, as hard as it is, I don't even know how hard it is because I've never been through a situation like this. But um, I can imagine. But hopefully he gave the strength to a lot of people that need to need that strength. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to move on to uh, Jack Eichel? Yeah, the big trade, the Jack Eichel situation finally happened, eh? Over. It's done. I mean, what do you think about this trade? Uh, let me pull up the details on it, just because I need to see. Yeah, I do too. I mean, um. All right, so the Golden Knights have acquired Jack Eichel and a conditional pick from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, and two conditionals. So the two conditional picks are probably going to – at least one of them has to be a first. Uh, There's no way. Well, I was, was, like, searching up on this. Um, I forget. It's something to do with the top ten pick. I mean, if if someone – If it's a top ten, it's protected. Yeah, 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 something like that, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean – I don't know. I like I like the trade for both sides. That's the thing. I like Peyton Krebs. I think he's a good prospect. People are saying he yep. should have been drafted higher than he got. That yep. got drafted. I think he got drafted 17th overall, somewhere around there. And yeah, he's um, good. Alex Tuck is a nasty player. And he's from Buffalo, isn't he? He is from Buffalo. He said he's, this has been a dream of him as a kid. So, right. so, yeah, when the trade happened, Buffalo made a point to say that we only want people back who are thrilled to be Buffalo Sabres. And that's, I think that's a, that's a bit of a jab maybe at Eichel, like being like, yeah, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you. 
and they brought in a guy like Alex Tuck, who is a hometown kid, and he's a good player, man. Like, he doesn't get an, enough minutes on Vegas, probably. I think on Buffalo is going to be a big opportunity for him. Oh, yeah. Like, and like to say with the, like, someone that wanted to be there at Buffalo, I, I was listening to a podcast, like Spoon Chicklets today, um, which is a great podcast, but, um, they were say, they interviewed him actually, and he said that um, he told the Buffalo Sabers if they allowed him to get the surgery that he wanted, um, he'd come back and play for Buffalo. Like he'd be yep. on the team. Like he would he'd he'd be there. I mean, I think he wants to know. He wants to let the fans know that he he didn't want to leave. I mean, it came down to his health and to playing hockey. And like, I mean, I think your health come first, comes first anytime. And it was it was a surgery to. That I don't think is like been done before by an NHL player before. So like, I think that's why they were very hesitant on it, and they were very scared. Maybe he wouldn't be um, as great as he was, or his value would be decrease. I mean, but at the same time, he said that there was other athletes have had this surgery, and it's been wonders for them. So, I mean, like it's it was a disc replacement in his hip. I think that's what the surgery was about. I think I think okay. that's what, and. I mean, it's apparently it's just a surgery that it's like very unknown for hockey players, but he he feels like it's the surgery that he needed, and Vegas is gonna do that for him. And I feel like maybe it's not if he came back to Buffalo, Buffalo, there might be that toxic like the toxic background there. Just having that and like that situation has happened. Like I didn't really see him coming back and being, I mean, so happy about being there. I mean, after that no. situation. I mean, and the it, team is still miserable, right? Like, it, yeah, like I don't think it was the fallen. GM's idea too that that didn't want him to get the the surgery. I think it was the owner of the Buffalo Sabers. So, right, they've fallen. Buffalo's fallen back down to earth too. They're five and five now after their strong start. Mm. Like, I think Buffalo is still a really bad team, and like I I just don't think Eichel wants to hang around. And I I watched him doing an interview with um I forget who it was, but he was basically saying like uh he he voiced to the organization that he wasn't very happy about the rebuild that they were going into uh, after mm. he'd been there for two three years, and uh, the team basically said too bad, and uh, wouldn't give him the surgery, and yeah now he's gone. But I like I don't know like do you think do you think what they got back for him was enough? I mean. Apparently, if they reduced his uh, his salary, they could have gotten more for him. But the same situation, I I kind of like the pieces that went back for him. The fact that I like I don't do I think that it equals Jack Eichel. Probably not. They probably could have gotten more, but it is a de- still a decent trade for like to say okay i mean both teams got good players back i mean Payne Krebs can be maybe a second line center one day who knows maybe first line center he might break out um you don't yep. know he's very young and i'm pretty sure he's in the ahl he's developing his game alex tuck here do you know he's a great player i think he's only 25 or 26 yeah pretty, he was still pretty uh, young right yeah he's pretty young yeah and then i mean they got they also got uh a few picks out Two of it picks. as well, right? Yeah, and, yeah. But they they said that's that's the, that's the thing with Vegas though. Vegas trade if you get drafted in the first round there, they'll trade you away. It happened with every first round draft pick they had. Nick, Nick Suzuki. I don't, I don't I mean, like the way Vegas does business, man. Man, they trade not. away. They they trade away every glue guy they have to just get big names. You know, right? Like, and they don't have uh, like assets. They don't have players they can grow. No, it's dude, it's Stanley Cup or bust. And like, I'm I'm starting to get worried about it for them uh, because I think that if they keep this up, eventually there's just going to be like nothing left in the system. And mm-hmm. then, and then, you know, your star players like Pacioretty's not super young, you know, like Petrangelo's not super young. So like, you know, eventually these guys are going to start to fall off and then you don't have anything coming up in the system to replace them. And now you've just traded away two more, two more draft picks. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. you're you're not replenishing the cupboards now, like you know, Cody Glass gone, uh, Peyton Krebs gone, Brandstrom gone. Like they Suzuki. they just ship out all these Suzuki gone. Every bit, like you said, every big prospect is just is shipped out to bring in some superstar player. And you know, I don't think that formula is the winning one. You know, you want to have your superstar players. Like I think Mark Stone's a great player to have, right? Oh, um, yeah. Right, but like I think the Petrangelo signing was unnecessary. Like, I don't know. They yeah. just keep bringing in big names to plug these holes and like these guys don't gel. 
granted, well, they, they do gel. I, I don't mean it like that. They do gel. Um, but like your team just doesn't have any like identity. You know, you're just plugging in superstars, hoping it works. That's the thing, though. Like they're not doing that great this season. Uh, they're six and six to start. Yeah. Yeah, like the considering, I mean, I, I guess you have right now their top lines out right now. They're all injured, and right, uh, like you got Patrietti out, Mark Stone out, Jack Eichel out. But then that's the thing; they're going to be over the cap too, so they got to figure out what they're going to do when all when all those players come back. And Jack Eichel apparently he's not going to be out for long. They're expecting him back this season. So really, yeah, they said it could be up to like six months, I think, or. Three months or something like that, and it's, I mean, that's it's not that's going to come sooner than they think, and then they're going to have to figure out what they got to do. I mean, I like I don't know what the Mark Stone, I don't know what his injury is, I don't know what Patrietti's injury is, but they're going to be in trouble with the cap. And right now, they're sitting tenth in the Western Conference. Like, I don't know, I don't know if the moves they made were necessary, and they don't have the foundation anymore. They just have old players. I mean, Jack Eichel. Yes, he's an amazing player. He's going to be an amazing player for Vegas. He's 25. Um, he's getting up there, right? And um, so is Patrick. Patrick's Patri- getting old. Uh, Mark Stone's getting up there. So is Petrangelo. I mean, it's just it's just the age kind of scares me with all these players and how much they're getting. They're all paid. still in their prime. They're all still in their prime. But yeah. like, if we look in, the, if we look like five years into the future, you know, with no yeah. prospects, that's it's just it. No prospects. Well, I think like that's their, I think that's like maybe maybe they just want they want to win that cup. I think that I don't that know, I that's exactly what it is, man. It's cup or bust for them. Like yeah. they don't care. It's always it's been like that with them. Bust. Like I don't know what got into their juice, but like ever since <laughs> they they made it to the cup final, it's like we gotta get back, man. It's like they're foaming at the mouth. No, for, yeah. like with Stanley Cup, and it's like okay, like we all want to win it, but like you have to like build a team a certain way, and like. Obviously, they're experts. Like they know what they're doing, but yeah, uh, it just it's uh, it's a it's a very extreme team, you know. It is. Like just it always is. trying to just make the biggest moves, you know. At the same time, like yeah, I'm harping on Vegas and stuff like that. They're gonna be an exciting team. Like it's gonna be an insane team. Like I'm sure maybe next year they're gonna be maybe like first in the West. I I can definitely see that, like when they have the oh, guys back with like, a top line of Pacioretty, Stone, Eichel, and then a second line of Carlson, Smith, and Marcius. So I mean, that's gross, but really? it's it's the bottom six. And yeah, like it's it's the glue, it's the glue pieces. You know what I mean? Like it's they don't have like Tuck was one of their last glue guys. I think you know, like they just they just ship them out. They ship them out. Yeah, it's crazy yep. to me. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I I like the move, but if if you had to say like if there was a winner in it, would you who would you say the winner is? The winner's probably Jack Eichel. You think so? He gets to go live in gets to go live in Vegas. I, I like. Don't... I don't think. I don't think Vegas. I don't think either team are losers. I mean, I know that Calgary was really in on it. I don't yeah. know what they were offering. I think it was Matthew Tuchuk. I well, apparently that was a rumor. Apparently that was an no way. True, no way. Can, I can kind of see that's who would be the same value as him. Like no close way. to it. Not not the exact same, but close to it. I mean, would you trade Johnny Goudreau? But like that's yeah. an older that's an older yeah. player though, right? So like why would that make sense? Not that not that much older. I think yeah. it would have been Goudreau in like two firsts. Like yeah. that and I think, prospect. Yeah, I, I think Kachuk the is the future of that team in. If oh. if Calgary trades Kachuk, it's rebuild time. Everybody's gone. Yeah, Kachuk, you're right. Kachuk is the future in Calgary. Uh, Calgary's off to a good start, but like Monaghan struggled. Goudreau has had some really down seasons the past couple of years. Like it's it's basically make or break for that team. And I, I don't think there was any possible way they were going to trade Kachuk. I think it would have been Goudreau. Um, yeah. Or maybe Monaghan and like a couple really big. I don't even know who they have for prospects, but. Uh, that's the thing. They, I don't think they really did. I mean, that's the problem. They didn't have the assets to like complete the trade, and Vegas had those few young guys that they, and those few picks that they had that just send I, over. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, crazy. I don't know. Like, um, I, I've had to say a winner. Like, I kind of say Buffalo, but I know that's kind of outrageous, knowing the kind of player that Jack Eichel is. So I'm gonna agree with you saying I think no one. I think they both won the trade. But I think 
they both had different needs. And I, right now, yeah. Buffalo is a rebuilder. No good for Jack Eichel. Going to ruin his career even more. I mean, and then those young players are on a team that they won't be playing for a few years. Now they're on a team that they can develop on. And Alex Tuck playing first line minutes. He, imagine the players can be, become when they're a good team. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I call the best. Hope the surgery works out. You know. Yeah, me That's, too. Um, what do you want to move on to now? Uh, Brady to Chuck, the new captain yeah. of the Ottawa Senators. Captain. Did you see that the coming? Future. Um, I mean, yeah. Like, who else would it have been? I thought it could have been Shabbat, but you're okay. You're right. Yeah, Shabbat. Well, like, see, I, I, he's been there a little longer. He's a little older, and I, I, I think I like, I like the idea of a defense being captain. I, I think I was a defenseman too, and I just thought being captain was like, Selfish. I don't know. Yeah, right. Like, but um, what can I say? But uh, I just think I like goaltenders being captain. Roberto you know, Luongo. You know what? I remember that. I remember loving that. R- Roberto Luongo the, as a captain of the Vancouver They wouldn't Cubs. let him put the C on the jersey, man. That's so dumb. What? I don't so know. Dumb. Why not? Put it on his put it on his helmet. Why not? He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't let him put it on the jersey. Yeah, I remember that. I remember having that on his helmet. And I was like, that that you know what? Roberto Luongo was the best captain in Vancouver Canucks history. <laughs> oh my god. Hot take? That's a terrible take. Oh, I I think it's debatable. It's not. <laughs> Who was the best captain in Vancouver Canucks history? I can think of a few, man. Henrik Sedin, Trevor Linden, Marcus Nasland. I mean, come on. Come on. Uh, who, uh, who is, uh, who's who's been the worst captain in Vancouver? Mark Messier. Mark Messier? Oh, I didn't even know he was captain of there. I knew he played there. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Mark Messier uh, is hated in Vancouver Canucks history. <laughs> Imagine hating Mark Messier. Came in a team with his... With his with his buddy coach uh, Keenan, and they uh, forced Linden to leave. Like they basically, Oof. like Messi had a hand in, in Linden leaving, stripped the captaincy from him, came oh. into Vancouver with this hot shot attitude of I'm the effing best and I'm going to make this team good. Newsflash, he sucked. Uh, <laughs> the coach was terrible. Uh, what else happened? Oh, he wore a dead guy's number. Uh, wasn't really supposed to do that. Really? Uh, yeah, we had a Vancouver had a player, uh, number 11. I don't know his name, but he had passed away in like the late 80s, I think. Oh, and, yeah, Messi- yeah. and the number was like unofficially retired. The Messier comes in and is like, nah, I'm going to wear it. It's like, what the fuck? Damn. Okay. He must, been so, he must have been really old playing there. He It was before... It was... He... I think he won the cup at the Rangers in 94... And then came to Vancouver in like the late nineties for like one or two years and then went back to New York to retire with Gretzky. I think that's how it happened. Yeah, it was in the he played in Vancouver in the nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine. Oh no, nineteen two thousand actually. And then he went back to play with Gretzky for oh one? Uh he went yeah, no the two thousand and oh one season, yeah. Went to go play back. Yeah. Play back in Vancouver okay. and the, the Rangers. Yeah. Um but Anyways, uh, yeah, Brady Kachuk. Yeah, 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 Brady Excellent. Kachuk. Honestly, I like it. I like I, I I can tell he's a locker room guy. Like, obviously, he sees the Kachuks. His dad was captain at 21. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't know how old Kachuk is, but I'm sure he's close to that. Um, 22 or 23. 22, 23. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I mean, there you go. He's taken after his dad. I mean, he got that nice big contract. I mean, once like the the, the kind of indicator that he was going to be captain was when he was cranking that or he was pumping up the crowd right after he got signed and uh, he wasn't playing, but he 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 was at the game and pumping up the crowd and everyone's like, oh, that's that's our captain. That is our captain yeah. right there. He's I here mean, for he's seven glue. more years or whatever it was. Yeah, he's yeah. glue. You know, he he looks like he eats glue, but he's glue. <laughs> you know, he's a glue guy. Man, and, he looks like uh, uh, looks like uh, the guy from Step Brothers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, John, John C. O'Reilly, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, John C. O'Reilly, yeah. yeah. No, he's uh, he's a great player. Um, he does everything. He's tough. He, you know, he, he scores, he passes, he hits. Um, he's, he's the just like an NHL player. Yeah, he's a great NHL player. And he's going to be a great piece to, you know, center. Um, there's going to be a great piece for guys to center around like um, Batherson, Stutzla, Norris, Paul. Um, you know, like they have an excellent young forward core there in Ottawa. And oh, I yeah. think, uh, I think he's the perfect guy to lead them. 
Um, yeah, I think Ottawa's got a really bright future. They got to figure out the goaltending. Um, they will. But yeah, they will. One comes they, around. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have Gus Gustafson, is his name? And Forsling, right? Yeah. And they both kind of low-key do really well. Yeah, they do. I don't think they're. Yeah. I don't think they're long terms, but no, no, you know. no, definitely not. But yeah, I think I don't know why call. they didn't draft that freaking goalie, man. In the like we were talking about, what was oh, it? Oh, uh, what was his the, name? The Swede, uh, Jesper Wallstad. Wallstad. I yeah, I, I f- thought for sure they were taking Wallstad, but they Minnesota didn't. got him. I'm pretty sure 21st overall. Steel. What the heck? Steel. I could Steel. be wrong with the number, no, but the guy's gonna be legit. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, no Brady Kachuk is captain. That's great. How many teams are left now without a captain? Uh, did we say there was four? Is that how much we said? Three or four? What is it now? It's Arizona, New York, um, Calgary. Yep. And Arizona, uh, Calgary. There's one more. There has to. There's be one. one. Who's Minnesota's captain? Uh, Jared Spurgeon. Oh, right. That happened this summer. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Ah, Buffalo. There you go. The, Bu- yeah. Their captain was shipped off to Vegas. Oh, yeah. By the way, with Luke Eichel, did you see his uh, welcome entrance when he got out of the car or the limo or whatever? No. I didn't. What did it look like? They had a, like, a whole parade for him when he walked into the hotel. Oh, Las Vegas never changed. Dude. He was like never shocked. Changed. He was like, what the hell is going on? Drums and everything. Vegas is a big change from Buffalo. I'll tell you that right now. Vegas, baby. Yeah. I mean, shit, dude. If I played in the league, I think I'd want to go. I wouldn't mind playing and living in Vegas. It'd be a time. It really would be. It's fun. Definitely. And and the city's obsessed with them, you know? So. Oh, yeah. Like, super big hockey fans now, so. Yeah. And, Um, you know, I don't think the Oakland Raiders are looking too hot (laughs) with all their controversies, so. No. Definitely not. So they're the Vegas Raiders now. Vegas, Raiders. Vegas Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get it right, Brace. Sorry, man. I football. <laughs> just it just it just <laughs> goes over my head. I couldn't tell you one thing about football, so you know it I, sucks. It's awful. Um, awful. But uh, uh, Arizona Coyotes. Who do you think the captain would eventually be? Uh well, he's having a sh- like a a terrible season, but Jacob Chick Chick Churin. I can definitely see that. And see, that that's that thing about the defense being captain. They've done it before yeah. with uh, Eggman Larson, but now he's gone to Vancouver. They just won for the first time, like, last night. Yeah. They, they were 0-10, they, they, man. I think they know they're terrible. I think They have they 19 be... goals for and 49 goals against. Jesus, man. That is terrible. I they mean, don't score. Like, unless it's a good, good job, Seattle. Seattle, Arizona score five goals on him. Yeah, of course it's Seattle, right? The wannabe Vegas Golden Knights. Exactly. Oh, they're gonna be playoff contenders. It's like, guess what, buddy? You're stuck at the bottom of the division with me, the Vancouver Canucks. So, well, you want to you want to listen? You want to hear the the leader core for uh, Arizona? So you got Jay Beagle with an A. You got Jacob Jacob Chikarin. Yeah. Phil the Thrill Kessel. And okay. Andrew oh, Ladd. They have Andrew Ladd. Andrew Ladd's playing on their team, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, okay, what happened to Clayton Keller? Where did he go? He's still there. He's still I thought playing. he was generational. I thought he came into the league and everybody's like, this Keller kid, man, is 40 goal scorer. It's like, bro, Clayton Keller, I can't he's even dropping. justify picking up. I can't even justify picking him up on a 12-team fantasy league. Like, he's just... Well, that's the thing. He's on. He's on not, Arizona. Matching him on a different team, I would guess. Be an amazing player. I, mean, I feel you can make the same argument probably for Raquel, although he's yeah. having. Well, he was having a decent start. He's injured now, but yeah, he's a great player. Um, but yeah, no, like I think maybe if they draft like a a, a guy in like in the draft, like maybe they get Shane Wright, right? Maybe make him captain eventually. But oh. who knows? Well, yeah, right? if they get Shane Wright, I mean. Uh, there's so much up in the air with Arizona. Like, are they even going to be Arizona? You know? Yeah. Quebec like, City? Quebec City? No, won't Houston. happen. Houston's first in line, buddy. Yeah. I think Houston. I think I think Arizona will stay. I it's, I mean as much as I want to see them move out, I just I'm not a big Arizona fan. I love their jerseys, but I just don't think they they've been the same for so long, except that one Stanley Cup run that they had. But like they made it to the conference finals. Yeah. 
and then yeah. they lost. So and then nothing's happened after that. No, they've just been bad forever, and it's miserable. You know, like yeah. it. I feel like if they were good, people would go, but like, it's it's too small of a market for hockey to have people go watch a crappy team you know there's certain markets where people will go and watch a crappy team right all the canadian markets boston original six yeah all these places will go watch crappy teams play hockey but there's certain cities where if the team's crappy people don't care yeah yeah, and there's certain places where even when the team's good people don't care looking at you florida because why aren't you every night teams amazing cheap tickets they give them away and carolina carolina sells teams carolina sells out like every freaking night Carolina is unreal. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, they are. Their their presentation's amazing. So, yeah, um, you know, the Panthers just need more oomph. They need more. They could do it. I mean, Carolina was like that. They weren't selling tickets either. Then they just changed how they presented themselves. Well, they got good. Carolina is yeah. one of the cities where people won't go if they're bad. Yeah, exactly. And there's Dallas kind of is one of those cities wagons. too, man. Dallas won't. Yeah. Well, people don't show up. I mean, it's Dallas just a, it's just those kind of like cities and like you know like hockey's not the biggest sport there. So if it's not doing well, they don't they don't feel like it's a need to support them. So I mean, exactly. no, no disrespect to any of the their dark hardcore uh, diehard fans, right? Like, maybe oh, we're not slandering diehards at all. I know there's yeah. diehard fans for every team, and you guys, you know, especially for people who live in like you know states where hockey just isn't very big. Yeah, I I have a lot of like respect because i like you know they learned they obviously learned about the sport and got into it because because i seriously doubt they were raised on it right yeah, so, like yeah. people who get into hockey man i i love trying to encourage pe- like i have a bunch of american friends that i try and make watch hockey and you know they uh they don't understand and they get annoyed by it and it's like <laughs> well okay i can't hey. see the puck it's like all right i guess <laughs> i mean but uh Get some glasses, and then you can see it. Not just get some glasses. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, um, yeah, you wanted to keep going with the captainless teams, right? Like, so yeah. Arizona, what? Like Jacob Chikrin? I think Jacob Chikrin. Yeah, we'll say it for now. I mean, maybe a future player, but I think him for now. Yep. Um, uh, Buffalo Sabers. Uh, Dylan Cousins, maybe in the future. Dylan Cousins, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, right I, now, I it's think he's good. Grigginsons and. Um, that's how you say his name. I probably butchered Gergensons? that. Gergensons? Yeah, there you go. No. All right. And then, oh. well, the, he has an A. He has an A, and Kyle oh, okay, also has the A. I mean, I don't think they've replaced... They haven't given another A out yet. But I could also see um, Dallin maybe getting it. I mean, it de- depends, like, if he's... Has he really shown, like, his full potential? I don't what? think he has well, yet. Well, no. He's no, pretty young he still, hasn't. right? Well, they have Owen Power, too, eh? Like, Owen Power could come in as well. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Owen Power could be uh, their, their guy. So, But uh, for guys on the team right now, I don't know. Like Dylan Cousins, wasn't he captain of Team Canada in juniors? He was. I mean, maybe he's a great leader. I can honestly see that too. There's a there's a quite a few can- candidates on the, the Buffalo Sabres, and there's a lot of young guys that can de- develop into great leaders. So, Dallin's not having a bad season. He's got six points in 12 games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Three power play points minus four. I mean, last season was worse, probably. Even though last, I don't know. He's just on a bad team, man. I think if Dowling was on a good team, he'd probably be much higher rated. Definitely. I mean, uh, he's he he was like one of the they they when he he was being drafted, they're like he's a generational talent. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Either one of those guys, um, Dylan Cousins or Dowling or Owen Power, I think have a great chance. Um, Yeah, I agree. So the Rangers. Ooh, uh, I I think why don't, I, why, I don't, why don't they have a captain? I don't know. I really don't. I thought they said they were gonna decide on a captain this year, and I guess they maybe they, they changed their mind. New York Rangers captain? Like, are we sure they don't have a captain? Yeah, yeah. They have. They they run with the uh, six A's. Oh yeah! Holy shit! Oh wait, wait, wait. yeah, six. I, <laughs> that's so weird to me. Six A's? Why? They rotate them, I guess. So weird. I mean, Panarin Vancouver Express. has four, but we rotate them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, four is okay. But six is a little yeah. excessive, right? Um, but uh, Panarin, he expressed that he does not want to be captain. That's too no, much pressure I, for him. He's not the type, man. I, like, I don't know, Mika Zibanejad or um, Chris Kreider? Like, I can see maybe Kreider. Kreider's been there for a while. I mean, that's maybe like he's... <laughs> 
Is he underrated? Like how old is how old is Mika Sabinajad now, man? Sabinajad, he is twenty eight. I mean, I think he could probably be captain. I can see that. Lead too. that team. I How's I he think, doing this year. I don't know. I I, I mean, I feel like they're really waiting for like really good a top player. Mika Sabinajad, like that was a steal. He's he is a top player, but I just feel like. Um, a franchise player and I think Adam Fox is becoming that franchise player for them and I think uh, what a steal Adam Fox was by the way getting that yeah. nine and he also got a nude contract 9.5 million dollars I mean Fox is unreal man he is and I could see him being captain another defense I know I'm very uh, biased on that but no, I could I could absolutely it just depends what their personalities are right like yeah Adam Fox is still pretty young yep um like I don't know, like like Kreider, I think right now is probably the de facto locker room guy. I think right now mm-hmm. he's probably the de facto captain. Yep. I, I don't. I don't. There's like he's definitely a leader, right for that team. Um, I, yeah. If any, if any, if it was a guy like right now and like he's thirty years old, I just think Kreider would be the guy if they named one right now. I mean, maybe Adam Fox not right away. He is twenty three, but I think he has like play a few more years on the rangers Kreider's been there forever he's been there his whole career um i can yeah. see i can see Kreider being captain Kreider. Or i mean me. are, are we already discounting lafreniere's career i don't are you a big fan of lafreniere i mean what's Laffy there to be Taffy? a fan of i know i mean yes it's his second year in the nhl but like I just what's I there know. to be a fan of like i like i haven't seen him do anything this guy was supposed to be the next cindy crosby Oh yeah, people were saying he was he was up there. Uh, he, he he's I don't know, man. Just another Nico Hershey, I guess. I he's right? probably gonna get better with age. Like, there's no way he doesn't get better. But I think no. you know, I think he's gonna be a Nico Hershey. You know, uh, nothing yeah. wrong with that. But it's not a generational. Who went after him? Uh oh my god, who was it? Uh, wasn't it Byfield? Yeah, uh, it was Quinton Byfield. Well, Byfield's doing pretty good, so yeah. Byfield, I mean, I would, I'd have Byfield. Show me the stats. Lafreniere this season has four points, minus four. I don't uh, know. I don't uh, know. It, I don't know. Like, I feel like he maybe needed some time in like the the CHL. Maybe. They, they kind of rushed him a little too much, I think. I mean, he had 21 points in his rookie year. I mean, that's nothing to be, like, ashamed of. But, like, you know, we're talking about, like, a guy who was touted as, like, generational, right? Yeah, for like, the hype, I think, right? Yeah, I think this guy might cap out at, like, 50 points in his career. You know, like, we, it's impossible to tell. I'm probably being a huge dick and just, you know, crapping on this guy. I don't want to do that. But, like, you know, as, as hockey fans, we're used to seeing first overall picks come in and, and you know, perform. Yeah, um, but but then but then again, man, like we were all way down on Jack Hughes, you know, and now now everybody thinks Jack Hughes is nuts. Yeah, so. that's true. Jack, I think he's maybe it does take a few years for those guys. I mean, there is a lot of pressure on them. I mean, the Rangers I mean, aren't exactly the, the best team in the NHL, too. So that doesn't help. Yeah. I mean, you can't really rely sometimes on a 20 year old unless it's Connor McDavid. Hughes so. at, Jack Hughes has three points in two games this year. How many does he should have? This. He like the thing, the captain. They named him captain. right, right. So we all crapped on Hishay too. Hishay has five yeah. points in ten games. We all crapped on Hishay too, right? But yeah. it's not always about massive points. Okay, no. so that guy, that kid's come in now, and he's the captain of the New Jersey New Jersey Devils. He's giving them his value. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they took him first overall. They're getting the value, man, because he's yeah. he's the captain of the team. Well, you that know? was. I think about it. That was a good move instead of taking Nolan Patrick. Oh uh, yeah, so uh, a little bit. <laughs> hey, Vegas. That's uh, Vegas has them. I for, totally forgot about oh, that. Oh wow, good. There's your depth, Vegas. You yeah. got <laughs> Nolan Patrick, injury prone Nolan Patrick. Yeah, imagine taking Nolan Patrick three spots ahead of Elias Patterson. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of insane. A, um, a little. <laughs> Um, but I don't know, like we're gonna see with Lafreniere, man. Like the thing is, to me, is is what concerns me about him is. He's not putting up the points, okay, like at all. Like it's really limited and he's yeah. kind of invisible a lot of nights. And I don't see like I don't I don't look at him and think potential captain, you know? Like yeah. he I mean, 
Hishay's point totals have been like underwhelming for a first overall. They're still good, but like he's the captain of the team, you know, like that's mm-hmm. that's nice. Well, see, like I, it's also I really think it's based on. Yeah, like I do they think they want the captain to produce. At the same time, I do think it's very locker room based. And, and that's the thing uh, when teams name captains that we don't know what they're like in the locker room. We don't even know how no they idea. are outside of the locker room, right? Like No idea. I was surprised when Jared Spurgeon got named captain. I didn't think he was going to be the captain of the Minnesota Wild. I thought other players there would deserve it. But, I mean, maybe he's a he's been great there locker forever. room guy. So, yeah, he's been there forever. I, he strikes me as a no-nonsense guy. He seems yeah. quiet. But like yep. he's the type of guy that speaks, you listen. You know, when when exactly. he speaks, you listen. Exactly. Um, I watched the uh one of the Vancouver Canucks videos the other day. It was Oliver Ekman Larson uh mic'd up? Okay. Yeah. The dude does. The dude never stops talking. He's talking really? to everybody all the time. Yeah. I didn't, well, he's I didn't captain think he of was, Arizona, right? I know. I just didn't think of him as being a talkative guy. You know what I mean? Oh, he's dude. He won't shut up. <laughs> does he have a uh, like a strong Swedish accent or no? Uh, I wouldn't say it's strong, but it's, but there. it's there. You can just watch okay. it on YouTube after we're done recording. You just go to the okay. Vancouver Canucks YouTube channel and they have, a oh, lot, okay. uh, I think they just released Jason Dickinson mic'd up today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I used to watch those actually. Yeah. I used to watch Vancouver Canucks YouTube uh, content. They actually have a lot of good content. Yeah, it's not bad. Pretty sure I've subscribed to their channel. Not going to lie. I like it. I see that. I see it on Twitter all the time. Oh yeah. Um, um yeah. So is that, is there any others? One more Calgary Flames, and I think we we just uh, know it's easy, easy. Yeah, the brother. That team is Kachuk or bust. It is. If, he, if he's gone, they're a total. The team's gone. Team. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's Matthew Kachuk, no question. If he wasn't there, if he wasn't there, I think that team might already be gone. Yeah. If they didn't, if they, if Vancouver took Kachuk instead of Ole Uolevi. And then and then Calgary didn't get Kachuk. I think Gaudreau and Monahan might be gone, because I think as long as they have Kachuk, I think they want to build. Around, like we're talking about him as if he's like Sidney Crosby, but I think Kachuk is just like a really powerful player with a big voice. And so I think as long as they have him and their futures in him, like they're going to try to compete. Well, he's just like his brother. He's a character. He's a, like a he's that locker room guy that creates the energy in the room. And he is probably a guy that does not give a shit about what he says, and he'll just say it, and especially hey, to hey. pump up his team. Hey, guess what? What? Jesse Pooley, just scored. Thank, say thank you. Say thank you for picking him up. Say thank you. Know, you. Bryce, you know, Bryce, I have to treat you because Jesse Pooley, underrated. Pool party. Pool party. A pool That's party pronounced. for fan. Pool party. Oh. Jesse, pool, Jesse Pool party. Pool. Is that his nickname? That's just what people call him because I'm too like, dude. I don't want to say pull your Harvey, pull your Harvey, pull 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 that's my a tongue, Harvey. That's no, a tongue it, twister if you say that five times. It's it's just pool party, you know. If you if you're ever sending, if you're ever texting your buddies and you want to talk about Jesse, pull your Harvey, you type pool party and you know what you know exactly what they're talking about. That's smart. I'm gonna do that next time. Yeah. Oh, it looks like my. That's what I texted you. That's why I texted you. I was like, I was like, yeah, I picked up Ehlers and pool party. You knew dude, exactly who I meant, dude. I exactly because I didn't even realize that you did that, but I knew who you were talking about. It's pool, it's pool party. It's. <laughs> I, knew what you, pool. I didn't even realize you said pool party, but I, I in my mind, I read Pooley Army. <laughs> it's Jesse Pool Party. Oh, that's oh that's God. hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Yeah, I'm done. I, I'm, done. I'm done too, but it looks like my fantasy team is actually winning again. I, I was losing, but now I'm winning. Um, I am winning by one. Look at that. Look at that. We're, we're a winning team here in our fourth. Pastor Mac, we're two points tonight. I'm oh, a genius. I told you he's going to come I'm back. A genius, uh, dude. I'm a genius. So, so someone in our fantasy league just dropped Pastor Mac. Not, hold on. We're so not our co- not our shared team. We're in a no, different league no, together no. with with a bunch of different friends, but we're running our own teams. Anyways, well, go ahead. First place, not a big deal, but you know it's. Uh, you are actually. It's kind of disgusting and unfair. I mean, it would have been unfair for me to pick up past. <laughs> I think I think you finally figured out how to play fantasy hockey because you have been so bad the past two years. But you finally figured it out. I know, and I was like, dude, is this what it feels like to win? Because <laughs> exactly. I did, I did so bad last year. Like I I made the playoffs or whatever. I think everyone does. I don't I don't even know. No, but no top no, six. Top six. Okay, I was in the top six at least, but. Um, I did pretty bad in the playoffs, so I I, I, think I, I focused third, on hits. I would have won. Too much. I know. Too much oh, hits. you should you should have won. I agree. 
I should have, but the opponent I was up against had four shutouts. Damn. That's and then insane. the next week, my stats were better than both of the guys in the finals. I would have won. Anyways. Um, yeah, so somebody in our league dropped Pasternak. He was on waivers. And, like, Pasternak has had a really bad start. So I, I didn't, like... Like, one time somebody accidentally dropped McKinnon. So as commissioner, I put Whoa. McKinnon back on his team. Actually? Yeah, I I, I saw him drop Who McKinnon. And I'm like, bro, you, you can't drop McKinnon. So Do as you not know I hockey? I don't know. I don't think he knew what he was doing, so, but I put him back on his team and I was like, Hey man, you don't want to drop McKinnon. Um, but yeah, somebody dropped Pasternak and I was like, you know what? He hasn't had a great start to the season. Fair enough. And so I put the waiver claim in and I got him. So damn. So he's got two points tonight, four shots. Oh baby. Power play point. This is the best. I win. He's going to be nice for you for sure. I'm seventh place in the league, man. I'm not a seventh place <laughs> team. I'm a top four player. Easily. No, you look at your team. You shouldn't be seventh place. Well, like, it's because Kucherov is broken. Dude, they just fake it so they can save cap. He's <laughs> Spencer Knight is also getting torched tonight. So I don't even know Damn. what to say anymore. That's rare. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit us up on all of our links. Instagram is where it's at. Jacob runs that account beautifully. Uh, if thank you're listening you. to this on Spotify, make sure you uh, hop on over to our YouTube channel where I upload segments uh, where you can see our face cams while we talk about this stuff. Uh, we're also available on Apple Podcast if that's more convenient for you. And uh, yeah, I don't know what you got. Um, yeah, just make sure you say, like if you want. I mean, it's much appreciated if you subscribe on the YouTube channel as much as like liking it on our videos as well. I mean, follow us on Spotify too and subscribe or whatever you do on Apple Podcasts. I don't even know what the name of All the action. Do it. All the action is just help us out. We really appreciate you guys. We do this for fun. I mean, but at the same time, it's just nice to see recognition. Um, Help Bryce. Bryce does a bunch of the, Bryce does the majority of the editing. So like. uh, Josh Morrissey is a clown. (laughs) What is he doing tonight? Nothing. It's, That's what he's doing tonight. Nothing. He's doing nothing. He's on Winnipeg. No, I'm just I should have picked up Bowen Byram. Oh, Bo. He's a. He's Anyways, a, continue. Um, yeah, Bryce. I got one question for you though. Are you doing Movember? No. No. I no, contemplated I it. I, I'm, I right now. I'm just growing my full beard, but like I contemplated just shaving it. But I might not do that anymore. I'm not. Every year, it. my 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 lip hair gets a little bit fuller. So maybe next <laughs> year it'll be ready. Hey, you I'm, know, wait, I'm, I'm a, a growing boy. I'm a growing boy. You know. One day. Uh, one maybe day. maybe one day. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I think that's it for today. I mean, there's a lot of going on in the NHL. It's a great season so far. It's been fun. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's it for today's episode. And thanks for listening. Um, it's been fun. And just show your support. We love you guys. All right. Yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.